Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this ninth day of July. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for making us a part of your Saturday morning. We say good morning to you. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a special good morning to you fine folks in Covington. I was coming up, I was coming up 75, and I saw a Covington billboard. I'd never seen that before. Really? A Covington billboard. Talking about, you know, it's the Hollywood of the South, yeah, and they had a couple, yeah. and they had the Mystic Grill there. My girl Angie, who runs that place, yeah. uh, you know, it was featured in Vampire Diaries, but that's, you know, they do a bunch of those movies out there, TV yeah. shows out there. Yeah, did. Yeah. And of course, that stretch between Covington and Conyers, the Supernatural Highway. Yeah. That's yeah. what they call that stretch I 20. Well, shout out to the folks out there, Newton and Alcovey uh, High Schools out there, and uh, Eastside. So uh, shout out to the good folks. And, and, and our sports rev. Sports well, Rev was there for many years, for many years. He's yep. down in Augusta now, but when we first, we first uh, got, got, got locked in with him, he was there with Covington News. So, yeah. I had uh, Eric play that. Today's the day we lost Wheezy. Really? We lost Isabel Sanford on this day. Knowing the year doesn't matter, but we lost her on this day. She had moved here. What? Yeah. So you mean I could have went down to Lennox and seen and, and seen Wheezy? Maybe if she was if she was shopping, which which you you could have went to her restaurant. She had the Wheezy's. Her son owned it up her in son, Roswell. Her son owned what? It. Yeah, oh, it was Carly. Exactly. Holcomb excellent, Bridge. Excellent, Johns Creek. Was it? So I you you had she had a restaurant. Patty Labelle had some food in well, there. Well, I, I think he uh, named it after. Yeah, he, he, it was named Wheezy. She was there from time to time when she was alive. Now, I actually went up to the house one time. You we, went up to whose house? Look, you now say see, that like now yeah. see now see now he bragging yeah now he's going yeah what was going on that you got invited up I to just Weezy's got house just to see just to see place and I had a chance to, to meet him that's all and how was she she wasn't there this was well, I thought you said that she, you met her I mean, no I said I got to go to the house oh. did not say met her that'd been nice though oh very nice yeah very man nice. very nice very nice but that's, barbecue that's, at Weezy's house I'm sure that. I, do whatever you you probably want. That, there's a phrase that you have heard before, and then you know <laughs> said we go into a barbecue, <laughs> barbecue, barbecue Wheezy's. Wheezy's. Um Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. We got a poll question. We'd love you for you to participate in at ninety two nine the game. Uh, the passing of James Con. What is your favorite James Con movie? There are too many to choose from, but we put the top three up there and other Godfather, Misery. And Brian's song. And again, love for you to participate. Let us know. You got a favorite line from The Godfather? Uh, nothing to just make you an offer you can't refuse. That was the old man. That's yeah, not know, James Conway. I know, I know, I know. It was, it <laughs> it's was. the one. Mine is the one that everybody uses, so you can do that. But uh, how about you, Eric? I caught him chewing. Sorry. I caught him chewing. What a mouthful. Come on, you don't do that to him. <laughs> he's on there. He's over there trying, trying to make us look good. From The Godfather, I wouldn't have one anyway. Really? I've, I've only seen it once and don't recall it that much. You got you know, you, you lose your man card for that. Yikes. You ain't seen Brian's song. You ain't seen The Godfather. Really? Oh, my goodness you gracious. Take, you taking away man cards? I've seen Goodfellas. Well, you seen I've the seen God, Goodfellas. That's one of those movies, man, that, you know, man, say everybody's seen 200 times. And it's a mic drop. Excuse me. It is a remote drop. When you see it come on, you don't stop and watch for a minute. You're flipping around, you see the Godfather on, you don't stop for a minute and watch it. Not always. But you do. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. But 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 not always. That's one of those deals. Anyway, this is where Mr. Crenshaw, and I know there's not a lot going on, but if you would like to, and I'll tee this up for you, take a second because I know uh, some of the folks you're going to be working with with this year's in its second year, 
grown even grown even more in the in the tri-state area. That's right. <laughs> the the, the <laughs> see, high see, school see. You scoreboard even, you show. You can't even keep a straight. You got a long name it. for this thing: high school football scoreboard show. Yeah, you need to condense it. Can we do uh, that? Just, uh, yeah, just give but, but us people a, who come. To, we gotta, you know, have some nice logos and stuff done for that. I don't know high school. High school football scoreboard show. That's what is what what it was. It is. But that was so, but there was so much more than just scores. So that was the thing about it. And yes, we did have a meeting uh here in the wonderful ninth floor yesterday of those gonna be involved uh for the uh for the upcoming season. We're getting set to have I mean, and our own Eric Slaughter was there as well. Because you're gonna be, be be busy this fall, man. Things yeah. about to really get kicked up for you because you I mean, still- I, mean, I want to thank the boss for scheduling a meeting on a Friday afternoon in Atlanta. Oh pre- pre- see that. that boss. Oh man. It's <laughs> never enough for these young folks. I'm yeah, telling you, man. Yeah. <laughs> you well, well you well you gotta see him later on today over over at Hershey yeah, yeah, Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But, but no, man, look forward to it. It's gonna be wonderful and I think, well, like we said yesterday, now that these the schools know that we did it and the coaches know that we did it, when we email them and say, "Hey, we're coming out," they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, let's do it, let's do it." But what can we do for you? How makes can life, we get you guys out there? Yeah, yeah, it makes life even easier now. Really does. You ain't gonna work. You don't have to work as hard. But what you can do is use that opportunity for not working as hard as you did last year to bring on new components. You got some stuff this year that you didn't have last year. Uh, I ain't asking you to tell us. Possibly, yeah, we are. We're talking about some things. More things to make make it interactive. Okay. Uh, more things, and then more things during the course of the uh, uh, of the week. I yeah. think things that we would do on social media that we weren't getting done last year. Creating our own Twitter page yeah. and having fans interact about what schools they want us to come to. And we really talked about going further out of the metro area. And really, since this signal goes so far away, and you know, and we give the shots out to all the towns that you love to let know that we right. give them love. We're going to try to really get to some towns that we haven't got to, maybe even as far as Athens. And he said going up to North Georgia, going going further south, maybe even to, almost towards Macon, right? Because yeah, you can hear us. I, I've seen it goes all the way down almost right outside Columbus. Right. You know, so I, that's I, down I might. Past LaGrange. That's, that's, yeah. uh, I that's could go to the north side, uh, Warner Robins north side game. That would be a pretty good one to go to. Ooh, yeah. Let me tell you. Let yeah. me tell you. Let that's a game. I've been there before. Yeah, that's 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 always an event. That, that's not a game. That's an event. Yeah, actually, you know what? Go ahead and put me down for that one. No, <laughs> let's look. At, put me. I'm going. Eric Slaughter, high school scoreboard show, Northside versus Northside Warner Robins. <laughs> I have a question for you too. And you mentioned Twitter a second ago. Mm-hmm. Do you have an opinion one way or the other? Either one of you two, because I personally don't. But do you two have an opinion about the news I heard this past week of the deal with Elon Musk falling through with Twitter? No. Did you want him to have it, or are you glad he's not going to if that's the case? I, I'm sick of hearing about it. So if he's not going to do it, then move on. I sold all my Twitter stock a long time ago, made a little penny on it. So what it's doing right now, I don't know. I'll look to see what it's doing with all this news because I guarantee you it's probably up to date down tomorrow. But uh, that's all I care about. If uh, you know, if it's if my if my financial advisor who actually don't have one, do it myself. Looks you have a meeting. You get, you get a mirror. Let me go and talk to my, my financial advisor. We're working with. <laughs> bring a mirror up here. Say we're working with Lamar Jackson. There, there, it, is. there we go. There we go. Think about making my own deals. Yeah, but uh, they don't matter to me at all. You know, I, I I have more fun reading about his family situations because he had we had a couple of those this week. Yep, yep. How about that? How about that? Dive into the history and culture of baseball's unofficial rule book with Unwritten, a new podcast hosted by former players Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. Unwritten looks at the secrets, the not-so-secret guidelines that big leaders follow while playing the game. Ron and Jimmy give you the players' perspective on flip, bat flips and bean balls, brawls, and a whole lot more. 
Uh, Jimmy, and these guys are going to peel back the, the curtain on those heart-to-heart discussions with the men in blue, talking yeah. about how you don't want to really upset umpires. All right? You do okay. not want you know how to talk to them. I think there's a, 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 a there's a way to a, and a there's a way not to put out by Bobby Cox. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's that's, that's <laughs> the one you want to do. Um, anyway, download Unwritten on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. So absolutely, absolutely. As uh, so far as boys high, high school athletics go, of course, this week has been like a down week. I mean, I talked call of a number of coaches, man. They were like doing all kind of different stuff. They didn't have to worry about you know practicing or that because when they come back next week. The seven on sevens are about to wind down. There may be a few more camps like the uh, the, the FCA camp down at the alma mater down at West Georgia. They have that down there. Got his hand on the start, y'all. And then, um, you know, then they, they have the acclimation week, which is the last week of of um, of July, and that's basically get out there, get used to what we're going to be doing. I guess because of heat, but if you've been doing seven on seven, you've been out in the heat all all this whole time anyway. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then they're, they're ready to get going because. You, you, that first week in August, you're going to hear about some some scrimmages, and uh, the season actually starts. And that first, the Corky Kale, of course, starts uh, August 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th. Friday the 19th, it won't be a full schedule of high school, but it's going to be close. I mean, a lot of people have moved up to that what they, what we call used to call week zero, and uh, and are starting to play. And so we're going to have some uh, some games. Look at right now, somebody had some games that week. That very first week, you mentioned Warner Robins. Warner Robins got Lee County that week. Really, Creekside's playing Rome. Wow, that's hey, a big one. You know, and I mean Buford is playing yeah. Thompson, Alabama. And that's right. a, that's 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 pretty big. Uh, Mill Creek, Walton, American Heritage. It's a big program from down in South Florida. Yeah. Going to take on Lounge. Mm-hmm. Those are some games in the very first week, and we're not talking about the games that'll be taking place with the with, with Corky Kale, of course, uh, Saturday. Uh, we have all four of those games at Mercedes-Benz Stadium starting at 10 a.m. McEachern and North Gwinnett. The first game, Brookwood and Norcross at 1. Walton Mill Creek is the 4 o'clock game. And Marietta and Grayson, the 7 o'clock game. Those are the games. Uh, and, of course, it's going to be four days of, of high school football. All right, boys, let's run through the drill here. So I'm, I'm just a listener right now, and I'm talking to you two who are the experts. What programs that were on the cusp last year are going to make some noise this upcoming season? And what are some of the programs that have traditionally been at the top? I know I hear Buford from you. I hear Grayson from you. I don't know if they're still at the top of the food chain. But what schools do you see because of the turnover are going to take a step backwards, you believe, this year? Let's start with the ones that you feel are going to ascend and people need to keep an eye out for. Uh, I would say, um, and it got this on the tip of my tongue, the team that lost at the very end of the 5A title. Langston on the field, Hughes. Thank you, Sam. Langston Hughes. They've like, got a lot me, of talent me, coming back. Langston Hughes is, and, and Creekside are both mm-hmm. right, right, you know, going to be right there from the south side of town. Pebblebrook, I'm watching this here. They oh, can yeah. continue their yeah. ascent. They've been on mm-hmm. the way up. And also in Cobb County, Kennesaw Mountain. And Kennesaw Mountain. Had their first to, winning season, didn't they? Yep, and yeah. made, made the playoffs. I'm looking to see if those guys can take, yeah. the, can take the, 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 the next step. So I'm curious yeah. about a number of programs. And in the city of Atlanta, South Atlanta, Carver got to the state championship game last year. South Atlanta's got one of the most talented and got one of the best running backs, you know, in, in the area. So those are just some programs that I think are, like, moving in the right way, on the way up. Maybe you go up 400 Cambridge. Um, you made me we watch Creek. for them. Okay. And Johns Creek. Well, Johns Creek got a coaching change. We see everything goes goes over Johns Creek. All right, so who were the programs that kept them dudes from crossing the finish line last year, and do you see them staying at the top? 
Believe it or not, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, go, believe go, it or not, Cartersville could have a down season for the first time in a what? long, long time. They got a lot of they got a lot of guys they got to replace. So okay. that's okay. the one team I would look at to see. I mean, because I remember you and Coach talking about it on the show. Cartersville hadn't lost two games in a regular season. I'm on Chris Parker. Chris yeah, Parker, yeah, Coach Chris Parker, audience. Coach yeah. Chris Parker hadn't lost two games in a regular season in some long time, and they did that. Yeah, you know, so this could be a year that Cartersville is not necessarily number one team in their uh, classification. Boy, they don't have another Trevor Lawrence coming up there. Why don't you agree with him on what he's saying? No, no, I, that's, that's true. Yeah, or are you just surprised? I'm just, yeah. No, I mean, that, that, but usually, usually like, like you said, they've been winning like that for so long. And so, you know, you look to see uh, what, what happens with them. But I look for Cedar Grove to be right back where Cedar Grove was last okay. year. They were there for the final game. They beat Carver to win state championship. And, and what about his boys, the ones he claimed he ain't giving no love to? No I'm more. looking for them to have a big step up this year because yeah. last year was was not one of the great seasons. We're talking about McEachin. And, you know, you're not going to have that program stay down that way for some time. They were really young last year. Mm-hmm. And so we look to see what uh, what, what, what they're going to bring to the table. I'm not, not going to give them any love. I'm just going to just throw in Hillgrove, too, you know, and Hillgrove just do a whole – or just Hawks. say West Cobb. The Hillgrove yeah. Hawks. And shout out West Cobb. That's West all Cobb. I'm going to do. Okay, okay. But, but but Pebblebrook right now looking like the thing. I, I got to throw Marietta in there, too? That's kind of yeah. West Cobb, right? Well, actually, Marietta's one of the other teams that could be able to come up. They've got a tight end. That's going into their junior season. I can't remember his name right now, but the young man has Power Five written all over him. I, I if I find my notes from last year, you know they had to replace Eric Gilbert, yeah, from a couple of years ago, and now they've got another six 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 seven. Got got can run all the routes for a tight end, big body matchup problem. He's going to be a really star, a good star for the Marietta Blue Devils. Yeah, also in Gwinnett, look for 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 Brookwood uh, to come. I think their quarterback is supposed to mention us. Uh, have a decision soon as far as quarterback, as far as uh, his college goes. So uh, we watch for for them as well. Brian Sung, The Godfather, or Misery, or Other. What's your favorite James Cotton movie? That's our poll question today. Uh, Participate at 92.9 The Game. It is Sam and Greg. We're going to talk Wimbledon up next with Karen Pastana from Tennis Panorama. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Extra bright, I want y'all to see this. Turn up the lights and hell, baby. You know what I need, want you to see everything, want you to see everything. Sports Radio 929 the game. 929 the game.com. Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, July 9th. I apologize, everybody. I'm just I'm I'm kinda halfway here working on fumes. And so if that's come across and no, the man. broadcast, man, you I'm just a lot happening, but we'll be good. I, doing we're this good. with one hand tied behind my back here. <laughs> oh, man, you're great. And, and, you're doing and, great. And all, all over the map. That's why I pulled the plug out going down the rabbit hole earlier. I was like, no, tell me, tell me. I said, no, no, no I needed to shut up. I needed, I needed to move on. Just like now. Okay. See, I've learned when it comes to Karen, learn when to pull back. Learn when to cut. Now, see, what what, 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 what you laughing uh, nothing, at, man? Nothing, 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 nothing. See, we're, this is what I'm talking about. We always bring happy. our guest on. We're always we're always happy to have Karen with us. Karen for staying. I do have something to tell her. Joining us on the waitforit.com hotline, Karen. Good morning. Morning, Karen. Good morning, guys. How's it going? I, I have to tell you that um, your name came up this week. Um, I have been down in Florida, take uh, helping my father, and one of the people, one of the caregivers. He has. He's Serbian. And I was talking about the show and what we do and that we're talking about Wimbledon, and her face lit up. And I was wondering why, because she doesn't know anything else about sports. Knows nothing. She's known me for years, 
and knows what I do, and I bring up sports or who's ever in the news at that particular time. But when it comes to sports, it's a blank look. But when I brought up Wimbledon, she got a massive smile on her face, and I didn't know why. And as I continued to talk about it, I railed against you-know-who and my favorite Uh-oh. player. Somebody's in trouble. Without, without, <laughs> without thinking about the fact that I had forgotten that dude is from Serbia. Yeah. That's like talking about Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods to her. Oh, yeah. And Greg, don't you say nothing about him. The money he give, and I, I can do her accent because this is exactly how she sounds. I, you can't say nothing bad about him for the money he gives to the country. And, and Oh, we love him. And the more I went again, talking about the incident after incident nah, of Djokovic, you she wasn't having it. You were losing. And you, you, you were losing. <laughs> and, you were losing. And that was the uphill battle <laughs> I had. But I was telling her that you, and I pointed her toward you and, and, and your writings and where to find you, Karen, um, that you say nice things about Djokovic, even though I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how your name came up in this conversation. How was your week? But how have you enjoyed? Because that was always interesting. Somebody like you who covers it, have you enjoyed watching uh, this tournament so far as we get to the end of it? Or has it been, eh, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, where does it fall for you? Oh, that, uh, that's tough to say. Um, you know, there have been a lot of surprises. Um, you know, at this point, I guess I'll – I'll give it a seven. <laughs> I'll give it a seven. For, uh, yeah, I'll say that for now. But one thing I'm going to mention, even before the tournament began and seeing the draw, I kept saying to people, watch out for Nick Kyrgios, a, in, I'm going to say this in a British accent, a dangerous floater in the draw. And where is he now? He's in the final. I kept telling people that. I kept saying, watch out for him. And lo and behold, here he is in the final against Djokovic. And he's never lost to Djokovic either. He's 2-0 against Djokovic. But I have to put an asterisk near it because both of these wins were not at majors. They were best of three matches. So, you know, although he's 2-0 against Djokovic, uh, you know, know, this is Wimbledon. We'll see what happens. And Djokovic is trying to win this for uh, fourth straight time. So anyway, yeah. chances yeah. we finish this interview all doing a British accent, yeah, and you can pick the one you'd like to do if you'd like, Mister Crenshaw. Even though he's a floater. Yes, go ahead and do the rest. <laughs> <of it. laughs> <laughs> spending time with the waitforit.com hotlines. Boy, with kids, we with tennis ran around the news. of founder Karen Pistana, and she's social. You can find her on on Twitter all the time at tennis news tpn at tennis news tpn. That said, you're looking forward to tomorrow. How disappointed were you that you did not get to see Karios and uh, and and Rafa? To me, that was I was yeah, so looking forward I, to seeing I, that match. Yeah, it it would have been a great match to watch. I mean, you know, contrast and styles and everything. And although Nadal has a better head-to-head record against Kyrgios, their matches have always gone the, pretty much the full extent and always entertaining. I feel for Rafa, I really do, but. He's doing, he's taking care of his body. That's what he needs to do. And, oh, and every time people try to count him out, oh, he's injured with this, that, he always comes back and shows people, yeah, I'm still here. So I wouldn't count him out. Wouldn't count him out. But I think he did the right thing for himself. And, 
you know, he does. If he had competed with a, a tearing his abdominal against Kyrgios, and if he happened to win that and get to the final, he could have. You know, who knows? He probably wouldn't have even been able to finish the match. He didn't want that. As, as he said, there's no way he could have completed two matches. See, and that's so, I. I disagree with you that I'm glad they didn't play because you wouldn't want an injured Rafa playing that particular match against that person. You wanted to see them both at at their peak. And I would have yeah. been I would have been absolutely disappointed had that happened because you knew the guy would have been playing with you know as we said earlier one hand tied behind his back and mm-hmm. Karen I want to bring you on again Karen Pastane the tennis panorama joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com I asked Sam this earlier we've seen it in some of the other professional sports where a guy you know he 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 finds that something from down deep, that intestinal fortitude, and we as sports fans get to see an incredible game. Where do you put this as far as people who have played injured when you know what your body has to do, the twists and turns and reaching, and him doing this in a five-set match, winning the way he did with that abdominal tear? Where do you put this in the, as far as, or is this the best one for you, um, you know, when the, the uh, player was injured? Um, that's t- that's a tough one, for, tough call for me, um, because there have been other, you know there have been other matches where where Rafa is visibly injured and he still pulls his way through, but you, but you could see though um, when he was playing Taylor Fritz that he on the sideline during a changeover where he had his his face in his hands it looked like he was gonna t- cry or tear up and you knew he was in pain, but um, you know people think of of uh famous folks that who were injured playing like of course going way back like before probably before I was born you know Willis Reed come limping on the court for the Knicks Yeah but or, I'm talking tennis I'm talking tennis yeah, if there is yeah, one Yeah yeah I mean I I can't think of that yeah, you know off the top the only thing I can think of uh, but I can't remember who he was playing years ago. Pete Sampras won a match where he was even throwing yeah, up yeah, on court Yeah and uh, he still that. got through, but I that's the only that. one I can. Think I remember of. one. I remember a match. I think the U.S. Open years ago when Jimmy Connors had to go to the bathroom, bathroom he ended up putting a diaper on him or something. But we ain't gonna get into <laughs> what? that. Yeah, he did. you're right. I mean, he, had, okay. he he wanted to come on the court and finish the match. Um, so remember that those are the things that I remember. I want to ask you this too, Karen, because I, I mean I don't agree with a lot of stuff that Mike Wellbond says on ESPN because he never says anything good about Atlanta teams, but he did say something about this Wimbledon. And it seems like it's maybe a symbolic changing of the guard in that if we've been used to seeing these folks for the last 20 years, maybe we need to really appreciate them and not being so much disappointed if they don't win. By this time next year, maybe not Rafa, but at least we know Federer and Serena could be shutting it down by this time it's next true. year. They could exit the stage. And, and the fact that we just really appreciate what we may see in New York uh, and, and in Australia uh, for this coming year, because that time seems to have come. Yes, it's true. And people really need to appreciate the big three, as it were, uh, for while they're still here, because it's not going to be much longer. Uh, meanwhile, their fan factions fight daily, and they need to appreciate all three of them for what they have done and what some of them will still keep doing, you know. Yeah, they people. It's a golden age. People don't realize. Who would have thought you'd have three, three of the men, with twenty plus majors playing at the same time? You never would have thought it. Never. Yeah. Well, listen, Rafa. If he doesn't, if he doesn't make it uh, to the Australian and does shut it down with with 
the total of injuries that he's, his body has had, he can leave saying that he was the all-time men's Grand Slam leader in wins. Yes, he can do true. that. And he, he can just yes. flip his nose at Djokovic. He'll probably get three, four more. That's fine. <laughs> but when Rafa quit, he was number one. Uh, Karen, yes, that's true. Karen, yep. what, who are the people the, the, you know, beside the, the Coco Goffs that you believe are going to bring the people to the, t- to the television and watch these, these matches moving forward? You know, we talked about the same thing with golf. When Tiger exits stage left, who are those compelling figures that are going to bring the people who kind of like tennis, but they don't know this person? Or they're not American. So who do you feel, beside Coco Golf? who do you feel is going to happen, men's and women's side? Oh, on the men's and women's side. Well, you know, for me, on the men's side, I talk about this kid all the time, but uh, he's not all that well-known. Jensen Brooksby. I enjoy watching this kid play. Um, I like to call my own nickname for him is the disruptor. He tries to do things (laughs) to disturb people's (laughs) rhythm. I like him. Uh, like enjoy watching him. Um, Brandon Nakashima, who was a finalist at last year's Atlanta Open, I enjoy his game. He's he had a calm, good tournament. He had cool, a good tournament. Collected, he had a good Wimbledon. You know, and uh, you never know what he's going to do. And as for the women, well, of course, uh, Coco Golf. Uh, but um, I, well, even though it's not a future up and comer, I enjoy watching Angebur, who's in the final of Wimbledon today. Uh, because she she's a drop shotter, slice and dice, uh, you know she's she's fun to watch. I, I enjoy watching her. Um, and let me think any any other women. Well, there are always a, a lot of uh, women making their way up uh, for the Americans. But you know, Coco is only 18 years old, so she has so much time, yeah. so much time. And you know, now she's kind of a three-year veteran on the tour. So when you know she made her made her debut in a major final, she's got the you know the world is her oyster, so to speak. So yeah, yeah. yeah. women's final coming up. Before we let you go here in just a little, just a little bit, well, uh, who do you expect to win that one today? This is going to be a tough one for me because you've got power versus finesse, and you've got a fast grass court. Um, I I really want to give this to Angebur in three sets. Because I think she might have to adjust to her opponent's power, Elena Rabakina, uh, Rabakina rather, um, and she might probably need a set to adjust to that power. But I think she's going to figure it out and do it in three sets. Before you leave, you got a favorite James Con movie? Godfather, Misery. Of Godfather. Okay, the just first checking. Godfather. <laughs> you know there there are parents out there who would say because of watching them with their kids that Elf is their favorite one. Yeah. So oh, it, it just yeah. depends. Yeah. That's, I forgot about that, but still, Godfather. I have to say that. Hey. I'm a big Godfather movie fan. I, I can't. <laughs> Karen, as, al- as always, we thank you. We'll be checking in during the U.S. Open, but enjoy the rest of your weekend. And, and again, thank you as always for getting up and being a part of the show. Oh, no worries. Have a good one, guys. All right. All Karen Pristana from Tennis Panorama. Joining us next, it is Eric's World. Find out what he's got on his mind. Up next, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game. 
Facebook.com. It is Sam and Greg on this ninth day of July. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for picking us apart of your Saturday morning, your weekends. We'll be here again tomorrow. Are we on until 9 or 10? I don't want to get that memo at 8 o'clock. We are on until 10 we are on this 10 Sunday. Tomorrow? Okay. But next Sunday will be 9. Okay. Plan ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Atlanta United has an early home game next Sunday, so we lose an hour. Well, it's good. It's good to have them home. Yes. Oh, I bet you they feel the same way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Satchel Page on this day made his debut in Major League Baseball. At the age, I know you know, if you had to guess, you've heard the name, Eric. Yep. The how age old, that he finally got to the majors? When he got to the major leagues on this day, 1948, how old was he? 41? The reason, think about the most famous right. player of color right. at that point, and that's how you remember how old he is. 42, Jackie Robinson. There you go. Okay. So I was close. I was close. Yes, you were. All right. Cool. You were. Um, this is never going to happen again, but this happened on this date here in Atlanta, Georgia, the inaugural of this mascot. When we already had, I won't, won't say we, but the Braves already had Chief Nakahoma, right? They introduced Chief <sighs> Round a Horn. Really? Yes. I don't even remember. 1970. That. Well, maybe it didn't last long. Oh, you know what? Um, we, 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 we hadn't moved here yet. Okay. Chief Round a Horn. Don't remember that. Yeah, I don't either. At all. But that happened on this day. Hold on to something, folks. Are you ready? Happy birthday, 75 years old. O.J. Simpson. Ah. O.J. is 75 today. With that, let's turn things over to Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That's just rough, man. That's a rough transition, bro. He got off that O.J. quick, didn't he? Yeah, I know it. You know what I mean? You know, it's funny. Before I got into the wonderful world of communications and sports journalism and now radio and the f- couple seconds I spent in TV news, I had a 20-year career in hospitality. Yes, you did. Worked for Marriott Hotels. It was a great company. They recruited me right out of the infamous school known as Morehouse College and paid me a couple good pennies as a young man. And I got to travel the world and do things. And um, people used to ask me all the time, oh, working in the hotel industry, what's some of the best sights you've seen? And I, I tell people all the time, what OJ did when he strolled through the Marriott lobby was still one of the best sights I've ever seen because he stops a room, whether it's for the all of his size, because he's a big dude, for the all of, like, oh, that's OJ, one of the greatest players of all time, or that's OJ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but what was it? What was it? Was it the latter when it happened it, in oh, your it hotel? It definitely was the latter. Okay, it because there was, was a time ladder. when he walked through and it was Jordan like. Right. It was oh, yeah. Tiger like. Oh, and yeah. as I said, there, there were some yeah. that were still like, oh, man, that's OJ. I know what, what he did oh, yeah. on the, I mean, like I said, I didn't realize, like I said, he's a 6'2 running back. Broad shoulders. I mean, even at I, I mean, that was probably 10, 15 years ago. He was, I guess, sixty. You know, mm-hmm. you know, he still looked like he could almost get on the field. He had that limp that he he kind of walks with now, but he still was in great shape. And uh, had well, his, he was working TV. Had, had his entourage he's and his bodyguards. Yeah, to this day, you know. that bothers me to no end. I mean, let's put aside. You know, I can compartmentalize from time to time, which is which will allows me to put OJ into a category when you talk about the top running backs. I can forget about what happened because you right. can't mm-hmm. deny what happened on the field, right? Yes, absolutely. But when he was broadcasting Monday Night Football and they pulled him off the Super Bowl, it was a year that ABC had the Super Bowl, and throughout the course of the year it was him, um, Frank Gifford, 
And who was the third person? I want to say was it Dan or I don't know it was Meredith, but it was it was whoever the third person was. It'll come to me. But when they had the Super Bowl, they pulled OJ off the Super Bowl wow. and put in Joe Theismann. They had been using OJ all season long, and nothing had happened. Yeah, nothing happened. But he got pulled, and he wasn't part of the broadcast team. OJ had a movie to shoot. He had better now, things you to know, do. You don't put something off for the Super Bowl, man. <laughs> you make the movie wait. You go shoot that. Anyway, man, what's going on with your world? Uh, brought us back with a little Ja Rule. Wanted to give Ja Rule his um, kudos. He is the latest in the world of the hip-hop world to uh, make say he's going to make some de- um, donations to HBCUs. Okay. Um, and a lot of the uh, – People in that world came out to give thanks for Ja Rule. He's got a new entity out there. He said he's going to have some of the proceeds. It's called the NFT, some token business that he's got going on, but he's going to dedicate money to HBCU. So for everybody who's doing that, I'll make sure they give a little love here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Um, I spent some time out at Coach Doug Whitler's uh, basketball camp. He's got that going on. Um, and then I also I want to – they're going to be taking the field here in the next 10 minutes. I want to give uh, some love to my umpire guys. So the Legacy Softball Tournament, which is one of the biggest and best fast-pitch softball tournaments in the country, comes to Atlanta every year in July. You want to talk about the coaches around the country that come here to pick the best softball players in the country? Wow. They're yeah. here this weekend. Wow. And, um, I was at Lost Mountain. On Thursday, and I'm always at Al Bishop a lot during this tournament. But I'm now that I'm with you guys on Saturday and Sunday mornings, <laughs> I had to tell my assigner like, "No, I can't do the Legacy Weekend this year." So I did some games on uh, Friday, uh, Thursday and Friday. You want to talk about hot? Oh yeah. yeah, it was Ooh, warm out there. Yeah. How come I never played fast pitch softball? They have men's fast pitch. I, that's the th- I never played that. I just, yeah. You know, I played baseball. Yeah. I, What's the point of playing fast? If you're going to play fast pitch softball, mm, you want just the play baseball. Uh, it's it's a game that you know your arm. You it's know, just if, fastballs. Here's the thing, because you can't do any kind of you, you can't do any breaking balls because you're only uh, six. You're not sixty feet. That was it, forty feet for the the pitchers. The pitchers yeah. rub is forty three. Yeah, forty three feet. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing. You know that ten feet is what makes the movement and, and in baseball that last ten feet. Okay, well, well, understand this. In, in softball, the two pitches is the rise ball. You're not yep. dropping it. You're rising you're it. You're right. And I, that's another thing I hate. I've gone to the batting cages where mm-hmm. the ball does, the arm the comes underneath yep. like that. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing in the world to hit because yep. it's all yeah. time. So, so, yeah. so, so thank you because you're giving those young ladies that do it yeah. their, their props. Oh, absolutely. It's oh, not we've, easy. Seen, we've seen them make you yeah. know, fools of some of the guys who play baseball right. when they get up there and try yeah. and bat up against them. And the other one, is, and they call it the backdoor curve. Where, you know, just like curveball, it looks like it's inside, and that thing comes right over the hard plate. And <laughs> By the way, do they need chair. umpires, and do they get paid a little bit? You might as well put that out there Absolutely. for jobs. Absolutely. I'm sure they need fresh bodies, right? Yes, and, you know, one of the great things about Georgia is Georgia is only about five or six states in the country where softball and baseball are not played at the same time in the, in the spring. Right. Georgia plays high school softball in the fall. I believe Texas does, maybe Alabama but most of them will play baseball and softball in the spring. So if you are a baseball umpire, you can't do both sports. But here in Georgia, you can do both sports. So most of the softball guys will double up. So you can go to softball. If you need to go to a camp, there's a camp July 31st at Twin Creek Softball Complex in Woodstock. If So if you're interested, and if this is your first year, you get to go to camp for free. 
that a lot really? of people don't realize that. Yes, you, okay. the first year you do any sport for Georgia High School, the camp is free because they know it's a cost because you still have to buy your uniforms and you have to buy your equipment. But you go to camp for free and you are automatically eligible to be a Georgia High School official. And then you have to go to camp every two years after that. So that one camp is good for two years. And like you said, an email came out this week from the treasurer of our um, uh, association. You joined the association that's closest to where you live. So which one is that for you? That is uh, North Georgia Amateur Umpires Association. What's okay. the qualifications to be an umpire? 18 years older. That's it? Take You have to take the test and pass the test. Which I was going to say, what's, like, what are they, as far as... Check your eyes, obviously. Make sure uh, you can see. Yes. See, well, you had to go there. Why I would ask there? that. I would want somebody to make sure they can see. Yeah, well, somebody yeah. just walks well, in there, and next thing you know, you know. It's- well, that, when you go to camp and they put you behind the plate and they start working with your zone, you know, your, your vision will improve because there's umpires' eyes and – that's what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's being able to know what a strike zone is right. and how to call it. Yeah. Looking over somebody, if and, and, you've never done that, before. and that's and that's a part of going to camp. You know, the the fundamentals, the footwork, learning the zone is all a part of going to camp, and then getting the repetitions. But um, you join your local organization, like I said, I belong in North Georgia Amateur Umpires. We call it NAGA for short. You sign up for that. They may have some dues. The first year, they may waive your dues because all of these organizations are looking for bodies. So. If you say, hey, you know, can you either waive my dues or can maybe you take my dues out of one of my paychecks? They will be more than happy to do that for you. You go to the camp. The camp's free the first time. Next thing you know, come August, you're on the field. Now, they'll start you with even middle school or JV. Okay. They're not going to throw you out there with Creekview and Pope, which is Ooh. two of the yeah, – that's, that's, you want to see a softball game and see coaches from all over the country? Go watch Pope, Lasseter, and Creekview play each other. I need good seats at Pope, though. Yes, you can, because you know they need. I, I, I get some good seats for Pope. Let me watch it from his office. There you go. <laughs> we use his, well, not his office, but across from his office is the conference room. And that's the room he gives us to change as umpires. And thank you to the schools that do it. Technically, every school for every sport is to provide umpires and referees a changing room. And some schools do a better job of that than others. I'm just going to put it like that. You know, so every once in a while you'll ride through a parking lot. You'll be like, hey, what's that dude out there changing his clothes? That's an umpire getting ready to, to call the game, you know. So that's it. And that was my week. Um, I want to say thank you to those guys, you know. But I love being here with you guys. I, I like being here with you guys more than I like being out on the field sometimes. Look at he He's surprised to hear me say that. No, I was I was listening to the thunder. The thunder. We, got, we got a little about, thunder yeah. going on. I know. The lightning came there. behind you guys a little early, too. You missed yeah, it. We're nine floors up, so we can see it. Uh, we can see it coming. So it's it's on its way here. Mention the juice is 75. Mm. Jimmy Smith's 67 years old today. Okay. And NYPD Blue. And an even bigger name coming up. Hey, by the way, we'd love for you to participate in our poll. It is up at 92.9 The Game. Do the one that everybody's been doing. Oh, nice college boy. What are you going to do? Want to gun down a police cap? What, because he slaps you around a little bit? Huh? What do you think, the Ziami, where you shoot him from a mile away? You got to get up close like this and bada bang and blow their brains right over your nice Ivy League suit. Come here. I'm assuming that's the Godfather, right? He stepped right over the best line again. This is a, He hasn't seen the movie. He stepped over the best line there yeah. at the end. <laughs> Eric, how could you do that? Yes, that's James Conn from The Godfather. That's the impression that everybody has been doing. But anyway, Godfather, Brian Song, Misery or Other, what is your favorite James Conn movie? That is up on our website. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app.